What's up, mamas? I'm Rebecca, and this is Mom Roar, Mompreneur, our journey to get more done and raise our kids and our businesses. On today's show, we're going to talk about who is on your Mompreneur team. Be sure to check me out at momroarbrands.wordpress.com for much more. Now let's jam. So who is on your Mompreneur team? My Mompreneur team, just to let you know, consists of myself, a woman that comes, so I consider her an assistant. She comes and does um, item prep for my reselling business, and she also does um, photos, and I'll explain that more in a little bit. So I have one in-person local assistant that I rely on to get my work done. I also have three virtual assistants that live in the Philippines that I rely on for both my reselling business and my print-on-demand business. And then I have um, a mom helper, I guess you could say. Um, Another mom friend that likes to earn some money from time to time and will come and help me, and I'll explain more about her role in a few minutes. Um, I'm gonna cover a few different types of people that can be on your mompreneur team and a few different resources that you might think to tap into. And I'd love to hear your story um, and who you rely on and if you have any other tips and tricks because I'm always looking to add to my mompreneur team. There's no way for us to get it all done by ourselves. You know, if it were up to me, I would have 10 virtual assistants. If it were up to me, I'd have a virtual assistant manager to manage my virtual assistants, but there's only so much time in the day. There's only so much ability to manage other people and, you know, kind of put systems into place. But let me tell you, I love delegating. I love relying on other people's help. And I really would like to get my business to the point where I can rely on other people to do the mundane day-to-day must-be-done tasks so that I can work on the project-based things or on the big picture type things. I heard somebody say, and now I don't remember if it was a YouTube person or I, I don't remember who said this, but they basically said that you want to be working on your business, not in your business. And so that's, ever since I heard that, I've really tried to think about the tasks that I tackle in a day with the limited time as I have as a mompreneur Am I working in my business or am I working on my business? Am I doing things that are repetitive and can be teachable if I just put the the time and effort in on the front end to create a way to delegate that task to someone? And is it financially feasible to do that? Does it make sense to delegate that work? Can I afford to delegate that work? So, um, you know, for me, in my particular situation, I have a two-year-old son, Giovanni, and so there's just some things that I can't do. You know, taking photos all day for a few hours on end just isn't possible for me. Um, You know, I do have a photo setup. I have an area in my garage, which, you know, I can show in pictures on Instagram, Um, and I think I actually have, um, you know, where I have the you know, kind of a hanging setup to take pictures for my reselling business. And I hang the clothes up and I take the pictures and I have the whole light studio and I pack everything up and I bring it to my storage unit. And someday I'll probably do a, you know, full podcast on my exact process for everything that I do in my business for those that are in the same business. But, you know, for me, it's really difficult to spend any 
chunk of time doing any one thing, right? I kind of sneak things in from here and there. So I might be able to get out there and take 20 minutes of pictures while he's occupied doing something, or I might be able to spend one nap time doing pictures, but I can't spend all day doing the amount that I need. Also, I don't really like doing certain tasks so like the measuring of the clothing items that I list on eBay and Poshmark I hate taking measurements I hate just taking measurements I don't know what it is about it it just drives me crazy I hate doing it um, I don't mind describing the item and coming up with the keywords I really don't even mind taking the pictures honestly but I hate doing the measurements <laughs> to me it's just such a giant waste of time so the the assistant that I have the woman that comes she picks up a bin of clothes, she picks up some forms, and she takes them home, and she measures them, and she preps the item for me, gets off any lint, buttons all the buttons, snaps all the snaps, makes sure the item is photo ready, and she also records the information about the item on the form. And this will give my lister, um, who I'll explain about in a second, the information needed to list the item on Poshmark and eBay. So at her home, she has the clothes, she does the measurements, she um, creates the form and you know preps everything. Then she'll bring them to my house and because she doesn't have an area in her house where she can do the photos and I have the setup, she actually takes the photos at my house. Um, so she comes and works in my garage, takes all the photos, packs up all the items, her work is done, I pay her then I have the items and I put them away in my storage bin. So she does a lot of work. I pay her per item and that is so helpful to me because it's hours worth of work that I don't need to do. She does about 105 items for me per week, which is amazing. So for me, that's a huge time saver. It's a very repetitive task it did take some time initially for me to prepare a training manual to kind of work with her and get her up to speed to where she can operate autonomously but now she does and so that's a huge time saver and a way that I can basically duplicate myself in getting work done as a mompreneur without me having to do it um, so I would totally recommend putting your brain power for a few minutes you know prioritize working on your business instead of working in your business and come up with ways that you can teach a repetitive task to someone and get them to basically duplicate your efforts. And it is financially feasible for me because I pay her a certain amount per item that she works on. And so far, so good. You know, I'm able to just kind of work that into my, um, you know, it takes away from my profits, of course, but I'm able to work that in and I'm still being able to clear money. Now, I recognize that if I didn't pay her to do this, I'd be making more money. But right now, it's a time for money sort of a trade-off. So I have a toddler. I want to spend time with him. He requires a lot of my time. And so I can't physically do the labor that she's doing. So I'm going to trade my profits for her labor. And that works for me. Now, when Gio goes to school, will I trade some of that back? Yes. What I might do is have her just do the prep part and then I'll do the photos and I'll basically pay her half the amount. And so I'll take back half the work, pay her half the amount, so I'll get half my profits back. <laughs> so that's kind of how I'm looking at kind of scaling forward and back that particular role. And that's been really helpful to me. I encourage anyone 
that is a reseller or someone that has a business where you can figure out a way to do something like this to to hire a local person and I just found her on Facebook I put together a job description I posted it on Facebook and some of the local business groups and some of the local mommy groups and we found each other I did some interviews narrowed it down to her and so far she's been working with me I don't know maybe three or four months now so it's been working really well um so for me you know hiring a local assistant is a huge help if you have more questions on that definitely send me a voice message and let's continue the conversation on that because i'd love to share more information with you or just learn a little bit more about your experience with hiring a local assistant for your mompreneur business the next type of help that you can get Um, that I really like is a mom helper. And for me, you know, it's one of those sticky situations when you reach out to a mom friend and try to mix business with pleasure. But this particular situation that I have just kind of happened. Um, I have another mom friend who has a toddler also, and she's like, you know, I really have been talking with my husband and I think I need to start going back to work somehow. You know, I'll probably just go to the local TJ Maxx and try to get some part-time hours. And, you know, for me, who um, worked in more of a corporate office job, I'm like, oh my God, you're going to go to TJ Maxx and get an hourly, you know, job. Is that going to be, is that going to make sense? Would it make sense to pay someone to watch your kid to go work hourly at TJ Maxx? I don't know. Like to me, that seems like it wouldn't make sense because you'd probably be a wash as far as how much money you would make. But I said to her, you know, if you want to come over one day and I'll pay you and you keep an eye on the kids and let them play. So it's basically like a a paid play date. Um, You know, we could try that out and let's see if that works. So we tried it and she came over, she watched the two kids, they got to play, which they normally have play dates anyway. So they're already used to each other and, you know, doing that. But instead of me being there chit-chatting with her like we normally would, I locked myself in the office and got to either, I forget what I did the first time, like jam out some listings or, you know, work on organizing a list or I, who knows what I did, but Um, you know, I was able to use that hour or so to just do stuff for the business. And that was great. And I paid her 10 bucks and maybe that was too much. Maybe that was too little, you know, it depends, but I thought, well, it's fair, um, and worth it to me. And I can't do that all the time, but for a project or a short term thing, you know, if you wanted to work on inventory and you really needed your mental faculties, (laughs) you know, um, or you, you know, just needed to kind of sit and answer some emails and concentrate or put together a proposal or whatever your job, um, whatever your mompreneur business needs you to do, that might just give you a little bit of headspace. And so you can be here, your kid can be here, he gets to have his play date, she gets to have her play date, your friend gets to get a little money out of it and everybody, you know, works well. This same mom has also done some sharing for me. So on Poshmark, um, you can share your items. And so I've actually had her, I showed her how to use it and she downloaded the Poshmark app onto her phone and I've paid her as an employee to share my items for me. And I've also had her do some listings in Mercari. I've had her do some listings in, um, I guess it was Kitizen at the time, 
that I was on. And, you know, that was great too, because, you know, for her, she's a mom of a toddler and she was able to do this work from her phone while she's hanging out at home with her kid. Um, And so it was just a way for me to duplicate myself and do work that I was normally going to do myself. Um, But now I can get a little bit more done if I pay her to do it. Now I will say those tasks that I paid her to do really didn't work out. And that's why I don't continue to do that because I felt like I was paying her to list, you know, and cross post these items. But those particular platforms didn't really perform for me. So I'm like, I'm paying her, you know, 10 bucks a week, 20 bucks a week, 30 bucks, whatever I was paying her, however much it added up because I paid her per listing. Um, it didn't really work out because I wasn't making sales that much on those platforms. So we decided to discontinue that. And I think that's another really good thing about having a mom friend is that I could say to her, hey, I really appreciate your help. You're doing a great job, but I'm not making any money with this and I'm losing money with this. And I appreciate everything you're doing, but I'm being completely honest, like this kind of setup isn't gonna work anymore. But if you still wanna come over, and you know do the work play date thing and do the paid play date thing like that's cool let's keep that up so we were able to really be good at communicating and really clear so that we could keep our friendship a friendship keep our business tasks business tasks and not kind of hurt each other's feelings or have any like icky sticky situation about it so i would highly recommend if you have someone in your circle that you feel like you could open up to and trust in that way um to consider that say hey do you want to make a little extra money this week i could really use an extra pair of hands and the kids could play and i can go and do this thing um you know in the office or run down the street and do whatever errand so these are you know just ideas that i'm brainstorming for you and things that i've done that have worked or not worked for me Um, So that was the second one. The third one and what I think a lot of people in my, you know, reselling and print on demand world utilize a lot is virtual assistants. And honestly, if I could have a virtual assistant help me with so many other things, like even for my personal life, I probably would maybe someday when I'm making a little bit more money, I will. Um, But right now I have three virtual assistants. I've had a few more over time doing different things, but right now I have three. One promotes my items on Poshmark, uh, and that's pretty much all she does. The other one primarily lists items on Poshmark and eBay for me, um, and she also does a lot of projects for me because she's very detailed and does a lot of good Excel work. So when I'm trying to cross-check between Poshmark and eBay or when I'm trying to have her put an Excel spreadsheet together of my sales numbers or something like that I go to her because she's very detailed like that Um, so she handles listings and other side projects and then um, the third one helps with my print-on-demand business she resizes my designs reformats them so that they can get uploaded into merch by Amazon and she um, keeps a spreadsheet of all of my print on demand designs and she uploads them to Merch by Amazon to Zazzle and eventually I'll have her upload to Etsy. Right now I'm doing Etsy and she was doing Redbubble as well that we've scaled back on that. So virtual assistants are great. Um, I can see why people are very hesitant. It is very scary um, to 
kind of open up your business to someone that you'll never meet, <laughs> someone you don't know, someone that can, you know, sign in as you under your account, things like that. It's super scary. Um, but I feel like you don't have anything to lose unless you have something to lose and you might as well try and not everybody's out to get you and they could really help scale your business um, and help you get so much more done. So for me, I took the risk and, and it's worked out really well. I have a girl who's almost been working for me for a year now. I can't believe it. I'm really excited. I actually keep track of all of their anniversary dates, their birthdays, and just a couple random holidays that I'd like to, you know, give them a little bonus or give them the day off or whatever. So um, I try to treat them like they're quote real employees and treat them as if, you know, they were somebody that was here local with me, even though I don't see them. Um, you know, I ask them how they're doing. I see how it's going. I kind of let them know what's going on in my life. We communicate through Facebook and, you know, I try to keep it professional, but a little casual. I communicate well with them. I do let them know when they are not doing something that I'd like. Um, you know, I pay them on time. I try to give them little, you know, bonuses or things here and there. And I ask them, you know, do you want more work? Maybe I have more work for you. Um, you know, do you know someone else that needs work? What are their skills? You know, try to keep a little network so that you can feel like you have some people that you can trust and rely on. So the those are the three virtual assistants that I work with. I have hired graphic designers previously. I have hired other, you know, admin virtual assistants. Some work out, some don't. But I mean, so far I've been really lucky and the three that I have have been, you know, pretty solid and ongoing for quite some time now. I get them through Upwork.com. Um, I really like that site. I think it's user friendly. I think it gives you a little bit of peace of mind to log in put in your job description, review all their profiles, all of that is very user-friendly, it's very easy to pay them, you, everything gets deducted from your PayPal account, um, and I think it gives you a little bit of peace of mind to say, you know, if for some reason this didn't work out, you can go back to Upwork and, you know, have some sort of recourse. I don't know what that would be, but, <laughs> you know, luckily I haven't had any issues, um, but you also want to go into it putting some safeguards in place, you know, build up trust with them. Don't just give them access to everything. Um, I'm going to do some more future podcasts specifically on how I work with virtual assistants. And I may even share in the future, you know, access to the job description that I put together and just some of the technical things that I use to hire them and, and, you know, kind of criteria and things like that. I just haven't really put that together yet. So if that's something that you're interested in, you know, let me know, um, shoot me a message on social media where you can find all of that. Um, you know, all my links for that at momroarbrands.wordpress.com. But let me know what you might be interested in on some of these topics, because I'd like to do more specific, you know, talks on it, but I just don't know what everybody is interested in. I don't want to bore people. Um, so that's virtual assistants. And then the last um, one was interns. And it's funny because I'm all about interns in my head, but I've yet to actually work with an intern for my business. So I love interns. I think they're great. I've worked with a lot of interns, um, you know, in my other kind of corporate jobs previously, we always had interns and I always managed them. And I love 
the idea of being able to be somewhat of a mentor role to a college student, um, you know, and kind of sharing with them and molding their early work profession, their early work life. And to me, I think it's really exciting. But I will say that over time, working with interns has changed so much. And so I, when I first started, you know, my mompreneur business, my reselling business, um, I had actually two college students that were somewhat interested in an internship and I put together all the information, I put together, you know, kind of what they would do and their job description. And I had them, you know, sign a, a confidentiality agreement. So that way they would have, you know, a good understanding that, listen, you can't just, you know, jack all my info and ideas and that kind of thing. And so I treated it very professionally. And because I had handled interns before, I knew everything that they needed from me as far as filling out the paperwork for their school so they would get their college credit. I was even going to give them a stipend. The whole nine. And they came back to me and said we don't want to intern for you because our parents said that it would be a waste of our time because you're just trying to get free labor for your company and you're not really going to give us any actual experience. And I was like, what are you talking about? <laughs> like, first of all, you're interns. You are free labor. That is what it is. That is an internship. If you get a stipend, that's a bonus. Like not all internships are paid. And it is for you to learn to do things because you have no experience. Like, I, I couldn't believe the audacity of these college students saying to me, like, you're just using us for the free labor. Like, yeah, I mean, that's not a nice way to say it. But yeah, of course, I'm using you for the free labor. And plus, you weren't going to be free. I was going to give you money. Um, but yeah, you don't have any experience. I need you to do things that's going to give you experience. And I'm going to help you by giving you a place to get that experience as well as just kind of generally teach you about working and having a boss and having different relationships in the workplace and things like that. And I just was so, anywho, I could go on and on about that because I just was blown away that these college students were like, you're going to use me and that's no good. <laughs> so anyway, um, I think it can be challenging with having maybe a small business, a small venture to seem attractive to an intern because it's not a big company name that they can put on their resume. In my mind, I think it's better because you're probably going to rely on them and give them the opportunity to really practice their skills, whatever it is, whether it's web development or graphic design or copywriting or social media marketing or whatever you have them do, in my mind, I feel like you would give them the most experience and the most valuable opportunity because you are small. But I think in their mind, they're thinking, well, if I intern at Pepsi, you know, like that's going to be better for me than if I intern at, you know, Joe Schmo little reselling company, um, where I feel like you probably get more experience with the smaller company. But anyway, that's just me. So I encourage you to check in with any local community colleges, you know, any Facebook boards that you can find where you could post that you're looking for an intern. I would be very upfront about the size of your company. If you work from home and you're going to have them work in your home, I would be very upfront about that. I mean, you want to be safe about it. You want to be thoughtful about it um, because they are young college students. But I do think that a match could be made and I would like to 
make an internship match for my company at some point. I just really don't have the time to deal with it. Like after that shenanigans that they pulled, I was very sour <laughs> by the whole thing. But the idea of interns in general, I do feel is is positive. Um, and I would like that opportunity. And I do think it's something I feel compelled to do because I had good mentors in my early career. And so I feel like it would be the right thing to do to give that back to someone, even though some of these people don't have their heads on straight, um, says the borderline millennial herself. But anyway, um, so interns we covered, a mom helper we covered. Um, I'm going off my list here because I'm half brain dead all the time. Um, uh, a local assistant we covered and virtual assistants. Now, there were a couple bonus things that I thought of. So one thing that really helped me not right now, I'm not currently utilizing this, but I would say last year was super helpful. I joined the local YMCA. I need to work out. Working out is good. However, I'd prefer to do work on my business, but it's hard to do that sometimes. So what I found was that when you join the Y and you go and work out, you can also go on the treadmill and be on your phone. And for me, that was good because I could list items. I could post on Instagram. I could listen to YouTube videos. I could research comps. So I was able to get a lot of work done while I was working out. And while I was doing that, I got to put Geo in their little childcare development area, which is, you know, a little daycare. And that was amazing because it was $105 a month and you could put your kid in there for up to two hours a day. Now, most of the time we didn't do two hours. Most of the time it was like an hour, maybe an hour and a half. And it took time because Gio stays home with me. It was very difficult for him to go to a little program and be away from me and have that separation. And once we started doing that, it took about two weeks for him to get used to it, to be able to stay for a while. But then once he did, it was amazing. He went right in and he played with the other kids and he hung out with the teachers there and they did little crafts and read books and, you know, had a good time. I got to go get some exercise in, have just some, you know, mommy downtime and get some work done on my phone. So it was a super win-win. It was well worth $100. If you have a local YMCA or a gym or a whatever that has this type of little childcare program while you're on the premises type of thing and you can go and utilize it and it's manageable for you, I would highly recommend it. Um, you just wanna make sure that it works out for your kid. Um, you know, towards the end, Geo was kind of like backtracking and not really doing so well with the separation. And I'm like, he would cry on the way there. He would cry when I put him in then they wouldn't let him stay for very long because he was crying so much. And so it just kind of deteriorated a little bit. So we had a good six or eight months, I would say, of that, you know, really working out for me. And I was able to get a lot done. So I would still recommend it. It just, for us, you know, it kind of had its heyday and then it went. Um, but definitely worth checking out if that's something that you've never done before. What we are going to start doing, this is the other tip, is, you know, He'll be, I guess, a little over two and a half when I put him in a part-time preschool in August. So I have from now until August to get him ready to go. <laughs> and that's gonna be interesting. But once I put him in, he's gonna go Monday, Wednesday, Friday from like 8 or 8.30 to about 12 or 12.30. So for four hours. And obviously once I drop him off, pick him up, you know, maybe I'll have 
10 total hours I kind of figure to do work. I think I'm gonna mostly use it at least two days a week to go sourcing and thrifting and buying items to resell. And then I think one you know, morning I'll use to do like computer project work type of thing. And then I am giving myself permission to go do something for myself, <laughs> you know, maybe once a month um, or once every two weeks, depending on how it's going, where I go get my toes done or I sit and read out in the sun for a little bit or I treat myself to a Starbucks or whatever, but just say, you know, I'm giving myself permission to not use this time to go do work, to not use this time to go make dinner, <laughs> you know, or do some laundry, but I'm gonna use this time to get some mommy time. So I'm excited for that. Um, you know, more will come and sharing with you on that. But if that's something that is possible for you to do, I would encourage you as well to do that and just give yourself a little bit of a break um, because it is nice to be with your kid, but it is nice to just focus on your work sometimes. It's hard to juggle both of them. It uses too many parts of my brain, I feel like. So I, I like that I can do both. I like that I could sit and list and play with him at the same time. Like that's appealing to me. That's, you know, amazing. But sometimes it's nice to just say, I just want to sit with my computer and do work. To me, that's exciting. I don't know. Maybe I have a screw loose. But so those were some of the bonuses. But the main thing I can say is just be creative. Try to think out of the box when it comes to building your mompreneur team. You know, you, you can't do it all by yourself. We, we would like to think that we can, um, you know, and that's good. And a lot of it should come from you. But when you can afford it, when your business is ready, when you're ready, and when your child is ready, try to see if there's a way to just stretch it a little bit. Stretch it by having a friend come over for a play date and getting an hour's worth of work done. Stretch it by trying to, you know, incorporate a little part-time preschool. Stretch it by hiring a virtual assistant to manage one of your projects. Um, stretch it by seeing if you can get a local college student to come and help you for a couple of hours a week. You know, the other thing I would say is, are there other working mompreneur, business owner type moms in your area? Maybe you can do a co-op and that's something that I'm kind of thinking of. Um, I don't know with him starting a little preschool if that's going to work out or not, but it's something I've been thinking about because we do have some local Facebook groups with like work at home moms. So I'm like, what if we all got together and, you know, one could go and do some work while the other three with the other kids all got to hang out together. And so it's like a babysitting co-op, but so the other person could go do work instead of having, you know, parents night out or something like that. So if we could, you know, get three or four moms with three or four kids together, they all hang out at one spot and then one mom gets to go and do some work. And then the next time the other mom gets to go do some work. So, I mean, that's an idea too. So these are just some of the things that I've done for my business that have been invaluable for me to get more done. I couldn't do it without a little bit of each of these things. And like I said, I've chosen to make the financial trade-off of work for some of my profits. So I know that I could be making more money right now if I wasn't giving my profits away to other people to help me do this work. But if I didn't get that work done, I wouldn't be making those profits. And so to me, that's the trade-off of building the business up to a point where once 
I can put in more of that work, the profits will be there to support it. And I'll be making a little bit more money, have a little bit more freedom and, you know, hopefully really work things out. But I I hope that this was helpful for you. Um, You know, again, leave me a voice message, connect with me on social media. Let me know if you want me to dive in deeper to any of these topics, because I could do a 30 minute show just on each one of these and how I specifically employed each of these topics with my business. But I just wanted to give an overview because I feel like this could be so powerful for you. And I'm not an expert, (laughs) you know, I'm just sharing what I've done and what's been so helpful to me and you know positive word of mouth right like I'm super pumped about my lady that comes and helps me and takes photos and and measures so that I don't have to and I'm super pumped about the girl that you know shares my items when I'm sleeping half the time you know like that's awesome because it gives me six more hands where I don't have them so super helpful super exciting and um, you know, hopefully helpful for you. So as always, moms, thanks for hanging out. I appreciate you and boss like you mom, mom like you boss, and I'll see you next time.